Welcome to the View from the Three podcast. Welcome to the Views from the Free. Today we're talking about Kanye fucking West. <laughs> Aaron, go on, talk about your best mate. Uh, there's so many, there's so many things to talk about. He's such a, um, he's such a great guy. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's one of the most uh, polarizing people in the world that there is. I think. Yeah, I think, I think he's intelligent in some things he says. Obviously, some things are, are wacky, um, which probably does put down to his bipolar personality. Um, but yeah, I think. Well, it's good. Well, it's good about everyone, but he's. I like him. You don't like him, but you think he's a genius, though, don't you? In certain, well, in certain things, yeah, yeah, I do. I think, like musically, I think he's a genius. Some of the ideas he has, I think he's a genius. Business Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's take this back to the beginning. Not back to the beginning, but back to why we're talking about this. So, if anybody hasn't seen, which I'm sure most people have, Kanye West has said that he's running for president. He hasn't actually submitted any paperwork or uh, application as part of the process, but he has said that he is going to run for president in the current election. A bunch of things that he said that he's going to do are just absolutely ridiculous, um, but we've got quite split views on what we think about Kanye West, so that's why we're talking about him. Do you believe he's actually going to do it, though, or do you think it's just a publicity stunt? Because I think it's just a publicity stunt. What kind of person does that as a publicity stunt? Your country is a fucking mess. And that is what you decide to do. Like in, in everything that's going on, all the serious issues around the world at the moment, and you have to make it about you. Yeah, but that's where his bipolar comes in, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't think that's, I don't think that's bipolar. I don't, I don't think, I, I don't know. I, I don't think that's bipolar. I think that's just him being egotistical. Yeah, it's a constant need for attention. It's yeah, he's a, he's, He's a bit messed up a little bit, I think. Because, well, go back to what I said earlier. Like, you think you think he's a genius in certain aspects of life. Do you think he's? I don't think he's a genius at all. I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing Michael doesn't either. Um, I'm a fan of his music, but not his latest music. Um, but do you think I see him as like the same way some people see art? There's some shit art that people will tell you that's spectacular, and I think some people view Kanye through that lens where they say he's a genius when in reality he's just rambling. But I think people try to, like, now Now he's come out with, obviously, more in recent years, he's come out with more and more rants, et cetera, on Twitter, like, sending, like, 100 tweets at once. I think people just try to, like, just, like, as soon as he tweets anything now, they're like, I, this man needs help, he's ill. They try to, like, sort of push him to the side a little bit. But, yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one, I think. I think it probably stemmed from the fact that he said slavery was a choice. I think at that point, people have lost a lot of respect for him. I think, though, that's... It's obviously... That's not the right thing to say, but I think like, people interpreted it different ways. To say, to say slavery is a choice 400 years ago is, is, is obviously stupid. But in slavery, a choice being now, I think he meant mentally, like, by the way society's set up and doing certain things that companies tell you to do and buying certain things that companies do. Yeah, but he didn't say slavery is a choice. He said slavery was a choice. So I don't think he yeah. thought he was talking about society. I think he was talking about 
the slavery that happened 400 years ago. Yeah, I think the way he said it. To, yeah, yeah, but he, he, did, said it he said that initially, but then he did come back and say it was more on about recent times, so mentally. But yeah, I agree. The initial thing with TMZ, he said it was 400 years ago, wasn't it? I would say the difficulty with this guy, right, is that he is polarizing, as you said, Aaron. Mm. Some, some, like he's he's um, a musical genius in some respects. I agree with Jordan. His recent music, not for me. Um, and he's got some incredible ideas. Like he's he might sound like he's ranting and raving sometimes, but he does have some. You know, he has an imagination. He backs himself, and that's that's an incredible characteristic to have. It, and, and you know, it's, there's that thing of people don't always see genius because they aren't. So it's, mm. it's difficult for them to see because they don't understand it. But you kind of have to temper that with the fact that the things that he says and and the things that he does that represent who he is and his family, they're questionable to say the least. Like they're just that's what I can't I can't get by. Like I'm all for people spreading their you know having their opinion being creative, but, but saying that slavery was a choice, standing behind Donald Trump, running for president now when your country's in the middle of, of, of I don't know, uh, America's in a really bad, a bad way. What good does he think he's going to do? He has no political background. I, I agree with, like, this, like I said, the slavery thing's stupid, but I look at it from a point of view, and I'm, obviously I'm not in his head, so I don't know, but when he says stuff like... I think he's all, you know how he's all, like, like a year or two ago, he's on, he's on about free thought, free thought, and you can't tell me what to do. So in my mind, when he's doing all that stuff, it's because he's like, he's saying, even though it's for the blacks, he's like, no, you can't control me whether you're black or whatever. Like he's just anti being controlled. That's like how, that's how I see it. That's how he's, that's what I see him being. And I, and I respect that. Like I respect, you know, you can't hold me down. You can't tell me what to think. You can't tell me what to do. Completely appreciate that. But yeah, he has a responsibility. But you can't have the things that he has and not take some responsibility with that. Who does he have a responsibility to, though? Like, I think what you know, as as an as a person in the world, you have a responsibility to the people around you. Remove the fact that he's a celebrity; he just has a bigger platform than most people. So I have a responsibility to the people in my community or you know that i i speak to or impact on a day-by-day basis to conduct myself in a way that is is i guess fitting i know that sounds like a really opaque description but i have i have a duty to not cause issues unnecessarily with people i think he should have have an awareness that the things he does and things he say are going to impact people whether you want that or not, it's still going to happen. So by running for president is going to affect the presidency just because of his stature in society. By saying things about slaves, is going to have an impact negative, well, obviously a negative impact, but it's going to reinforce certain people's ideologies or things that aren't right. Not that it's his responsibility to do so, but it still has that impact and it's having the awareness that it's going to have that impact. I agree with that. I just don't think he sees it from that point of view. I don't think he sees it. Oh, he doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, I don't think he sees it. He has that responsibility. He's who he is, and he's in his head. You can't control him. Whether you're black and you're telling him, he's just doing the opposite of what you want him to do. If you're a black person, you're telling him not to wear that MAGA hat, he's going to wear it because you told him not to wear it. Like, I know someone that's, like that. That's the type of person he seems <laughs> to be. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But do you think, so like I said, let's take this back, right? So he's running for presidency. 
or talking about running for presidency. Yeah. What, irrespective of that's because people have told him that he can't run for presidency or, or that he won't win or whatever, what comes with being president is responsibility for millions of people, um, arguably the world, because, you know, that's the way that, that America position themselves as like this world leader, um, you know, largest military, blah, 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 blah. So he's then responsible for all of those things. So somebody who doesn't want to be told what to do is going to be responsible for telling everyone else what to do. How is that a positive thing? Yeah, it's not a positive thing. Honest, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like I said, he's just, he's just so like, he's just so polarized, isn't it? And probably even in his own thoughts. But I don't think it's an out of the win thing, is it? Because in 2016, he said at like the end of the VMAs or the EMAs that he was going to run for presidency in 2020. Cool. So it's not like it's an out of blue thing. No, I, I mean I don't think it is out of the blue. But what I mean is, why, why, why? I, I guess let's let's reverse that question. Do you think that? that's a good thing for society somebody that i mean i'm, I'm in favor of people that challenge the norm because the way that the system is set up at the moment is broken but do you think it's a good thing that someone like him could potentially be in control of, of of america i think it just shows what america is at the moment it's a popularity contest essentially uh, it always has been to an extent but accentuated now and in, in the fact that well, the fact Anyone. That reality TV star as a president. <laughs> well, exactly, exactly. Donald Trump started something that should never have happened and will probably continue to happen where we're at the point where anyone could be president now. Like, if in 2024, The Rock or LeBron James threw their hat into the ring, there's there's a high high chance that they will become president. And I'm not saying that's a bad thing or a good thing. It's just a, ridic- a ridiculous thought that they can you can just have that as a career choice or a career change just on a whim, but based on your social standing or your popularity. I see I'm in favour of people who come in and shake up the establishment because I think the way things work at the moment, they're not working. Mm. Irrespective of whether we're talking about the US or we're talking about the UK. So I don't think that the person with the most experience is necessarily the best person for the job. So um, I'm not counting my point about Kanye West because I think the guy's just unhinged. Who do you prefer, and, uh, Kanye or Donald? I would rather not live in that world, to be completely <laughs> honest, if, that, if they were the two choices. And the, 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 the reality is that, that, that it could be, the, you know, it could come down to that. Um, can, you imagine, can you imagine a Kanye West America? It'd be mental. Like, you, go on, sorry, George. I was going to say, like, all the staff wearing Yeezy. Like, it would just be <laughs> some, dy- some dystopian fuckery, like, it... it it would be like a film that you, you you just want to turn off and you can't. Similar to what it is at the moment. At the moment, it's a horror film or slash comedy. Um, but with Kanye as president, it would be it would be fucking insane, to be honest. I don't think it won't happen, though, will it? But No. So here's a, here's a question. Um, I've been debating this a lot over the past couple of weeks. The way that America is set up at the moment and how opinionated and polarised it is. Don't get me wrong, Let's address the UK as well. The, the UK has its issues. The UK are facing some of the very same issues, just in a slightly watered down way, I would say, um, because there's no risk of people putting guns on one another because they you know, disagree with their opinion. Um, do you think the constitution in America, which talks about the rights to bear arms, the rights to freedom of speech, almost sets the wrong tone for people 
because they feel a sense of entitlement. Yeah, it's it's a bit like well, they they recite it at school and stuff, don't they? It's like it's entrenched in them. Whereas we don't have anything like that. Like it's similar. You base it on like the Ten Commandments essentially, but they take it so literally, and it's their God-given right that they can do these things. When it's, I don't know. I don't know if it's originally written in that way, but I. I would interpret it as, as a, you can do these things. It doesn't mean you actively have to do that because you can bear arms. It doesn't mean you need six million guns because you have the right to freedom of speech. It doesn't mean you should just say whatever the fuck you want and it doesn't matter who you're offending. They're, they're guidelines, but they take them as gospel. Yeah, well, look at, look at that woman in the car park the other day holding up a gun to that woman. Like, yeah, she, yeah. she can. Like, that's nuts. But she can. And I, I think that's that's the key point because it's written down, like it's it's an easy reference point. Like it, it's widely available to everyone. Whereas we have laws, some some are similar, some are different, and they are written down, but they're not widely available to us because they fall in amongst hundreds of other laws. But there's you know the that that's that like you said, it's almost like the Ten Commandments type situation where I can use these in, you know, it's like the right to plead the fifth, the right to, you know, not to, to, to not say something when, you know, you might incriminate yourself. All of these things, which are just, they're dated as well. Like they're just, they're so dated yeah, in there. I, I think they absolve them of common sense as well. Like you say, we've got a lot of laws, not, we don't know all the laws, um, but there's like interpretation of them. Whereas there's, the, their constitution is so set in terms of what, what they believe it to be or what it is. They can't be told anything different. Yeah, and like like I said, just to make sure we're not saying US is this and, and other countries are that. Like every country has their problems and every country has their idiosyncrasies because of their society. But it just feels like it feels like I quite often describe the UK as feeling like it has small man syndrome because it um, you know, at one point it owned most of the world and now it's this shrunken empire that still holds on to this thought of owning the world uh you know i'm bigger than what i think i am type of attitude that the that the uk has mm. but the america america is like completely different in, in that respect because it's it, it still sees it it still sees itself as like the biggest superpower in the world and and, and anything that happens must go through us and we have the biggest say on everything so it's like the uk of old is is what kind of America sees itself as today, and then that filters down into not all, but a lot of the their members of their society. And you tie that back to somebody like Kanye West, who is like an American on steroids. It's that's I don't know, like what. It's just interesting to see how, how what an impact that can have. You don't have personalities like that in the UK. No, you don't. You, you know, you don't know. But I, I, I was listening to something the other day where they said about like how Americans are more outgoing and more verbal and just bigger personalities. And, and they're saying about in schools, they recite, I don't know what they recite, recite something like the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag every day at school, in some schools, stuff like that. So it makes you more confident speaking vocally or speaking out. And they're just bigger personalities, whereas British people are a bit, I'd say passive rather than brash. Um, so we don't we don't really have personalities like that, and people like that would be not shunned, probably not shunned in England, but wouldn't, wouldn't be thought much of. But in America, you can you can be like Kanye, you can be like Donald Trump, and just shout, and it will get your attention. It's just it's just whoever's the loudest in the room, really, over there, isn't it? 
it's divisive though because it's like this concept of the american dream i was reading something the other day and it sort of really articulated what the american dream is it's everything for people that have something or people that that manage to you know achieve something but there are plenty of people who are working just as hard as those people that have succeeded in america and have nothing do you know what i mean like that's 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 the culture that it that it sort of instills yeah, America's nuts, man. <laughs> America's nuts. In, a, in a sentence, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, America is nuts. I mean, I don't think America as a whole is nuts. I think I think there are elements of it which drive, I guess I'm sort of circling back around, but drive people like Kanye West to be effectively like a naughty kid. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the thing that you don't want me to do, but I'm an adult, so I can do it. It's like... Do you think it's because they, they like... They sell the American dream though, don't they? So you think it's people just feel like they can just do whatever they want, like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, but they, they sell that, that dream doesn't exist anymore, does it? Because you can't sell the American dream of, the original American dream was it's the land of the free and you can achieve anything you want in America and you come to America and you can become great, which is why a lot of immigrants came to America. The reality is, we don't want you here. Like, that, that's, that's the reality. You, and and re- in reality, if you do get here, there's, you can't achieve what you want. You, you've got a, a small percentage of people can do that in extenuating circumstances. But they, they still sell that. They still sell that ideology because it makes them seem like they're the greatest country in the world. But How much of it do you think is external perception versus reality? Because I've been talking a lot about this recently. What we see of America isn't necessarily what we've experienced when we've been in America, but it is what we see via media, via news, you know, like all of the social media, like all of the relevant channels. So how much of it is a microcosm of the reality versus the actual reality of America? It's hard to say because obviously like we were in New York last year and it's not, from what we saw, it was nothing like you see online or these, the, the bad points. It was, it was awesome. Apart from the guy who says, imagine not being American. Oh yeah, that, yeah. I was yeah, gonna say, was... there's a few dickheads. There. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the place in in whole though, like the way we were treated on the whole, we weren't treated badly at any point. Like it was never an effect awkward at any point. I've been to Vegas. We've been to been to Vegas in the last few years as well. That's that's the same. But you're seeing that from a tourist point of view. So I don't know, but you could say the same about England. I'm sure if Americans came to certain places in England, they'd think, "What what the fuck is going on here?" Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and that's the point, right? So it, that's what I'm saying. Is it is it just that we're seeing like pockets of something, and then we're deeming that to be, we're you know we're, we're then casting a wide dispersion of what America is because of those pockets. The same way that you would look at, I don't know, parts of London, you know, where I live in in Peckham, you would traditionally say that that's like quite a rough area, but it's not a rough area anymore. But there, you know, there's still a tag that can that can be labelled against Peckham. Do you see what I mean? Like there, there are parts of New York that, yeah. are, that, are, that are better or worse. So, you know, parts of everywhere that are better or worse. And depending on where you shine a spotlight, that can be the thing that people see. Do you think it's though, because like, they're sort of a, a lot of, they're like a law unto themselves, aren't they? Like there are a lot of them are just, even though it's a country, it's ran state by state a lot of the time, apart from the general legislation. Um, so they're just sort of a law unto their own. They're just, go and do what they want and it leads back to that oh we're American like you said that New York we're Americans we're, we're great and all that and this it's sort of that arrogance that bravado that's why they don't they don't adhere to the rules sometimes because they're just they just do what they want do you know what I mean I don't think it's I, something we can understand though 
Like, could you imagine being? Could you imagine being told in school every single day, "This is the best place on earth. You are the best on earth. You can do anything you want to achieve." Like that would completely change who you are as a person, isn't it? Like, it, yeah, it would make you that that type of big outgoing personality because you would believe that if, if you're told it enough, you'll believe anything, won't you? Whereas in England, we don't really get that. We don't really champion champion our, ourselves as a nation. Like you say, it's more about what we did in the past. Yeah, they do, do this, they do do some good stuff though, don't they? Obviously, with like colleges and all that sports, like a lot of money gets piled into that. And yeah, but even of, e- even with yeah, that, that's that's like that's an engine which doesn't necessarily support the people that are going through those systems. Yeah. I'm just saying it's a reason which supports why they're maybe they're a bit more outlandish and a bit more arrogant from an early yeah. age. It, yeah, and it, it, it it's good. Like it looks good, but like you said, the only people that aren't benefiting from that system are the people that are creating the entertainment. Like mm. the athletes don't get anything. The schools get stuff. They get stuff from donors and they get TV money and sponsorship money the athletes don't get anything and they're the entertainment which is why well we could never have that system over here just because it's too grand a scale we get about four people coming to watch a football match on a Thursday afternoon at school in the rain and that's about it you'd never pack up stadiums like they do over there for high school and university games but it looks good on the outside like when I was younger I wanted to go to America when I was younger when I was like five six years old I wanted to go to America and be Michael Jordan that was it that was my dream I wasn't even that good at basketball that thing got crushed quickly. <laughs> <laughs> when you say weren't even that good, I mean that's an overstatement. <laughs> what do you mean, my my seven inch vertical would have got me regionally, but but um, that's because it all like all you see is the glossy, the movie, the movies, and the do you know I mean the highlight reel essentially. That's what they show show you out, but you don't realise what the actual system is. No, I, I, it's 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 messed. Like it is messed up. Like I said, I think I don't think you can look at one country and go, "Oh, those guys over there." What I mean, you can with with a few countries, uh, seeing war torn and raping, pillaging, and, and and whatever else. But um, sort of modern civilized countries, there are issues amongst them all. It just feels like with the US, there's a a foundation of. Just something that's, that's wrong. There's just something, something that encourages behaviour that isn't um, isn't friendly, I guess. And I'm, I'm, I say that, like, bearing in mind that I've been to America a few times. I, I've met lots of American people, and they, you know, it, it surprised me at time how cool those people are, and they're how 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 humble and you know, he's shy in some regards, a lot of American people are. And there's, like you said, there's this perception that all Americans are brash and confident and loud. And I think while their voices may be heard more, I think it is a bit of a, a blanket statement to say that all Americans are like that. And I keep bringing this back to Kanye West, <laughs> because what, what I want to understand is if he, he wanted the American dream, right? When you think about when he first arrived and became this um, public figure, he was he was confident, but he was reserved. And it's only with more and more fame and more and more media he's he's become this bigger and bigger character. And it quite often happens, right? So maybe he's just playing up to his audience rather than that being his true self. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think he's playing a character slightly. 
But I think it must be crazy though, because what he is probably one of the most famous people in the world. Like, I think it would be crazy, like, even if you had a steady mind to sort of live in his world, because I think like some of these celebrities, especially people like as famous as Kanye West, like they live a completely and lead a completely different life to what we could even imagine. Like you can even imagine like some of the thoughts that go through his head daily. Like, do you know what I mean? But you say so. Hold on, just just want to pick you up on one point. So when you say somebody with a steady mind, are you are you, are you, <laughs> <laughs> um, are you talking about his personality, or are you talking about the fact that he suffers with bipolar? When I said what he had a steady mind, oh, if he was dealing with it with a steady mind, you yeah, you said you said that he even with the mind that he has. Well, yeah, he well, obviously he says that he has bipolar, so I I guess that his mind's. Not as, as stable as a normal one. Yeah, but I, I see. I I wouldn't. I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with the point. He's he's obviously going to fluctuate. But like being bipolar doesn't mean that you're any less normal than anybody no, else. Yeah, it I just agree. means you have other factors to to contend with. You have higher highs and lower lows. So that doesn't then yeah. mean that. I don't think it, it doesn't justify his behaviour. But I think you can see you. Yeah, it doesn't justify his behaviour. But you can sometimes see why it's so erratic one way and then it's so back the other way like it would explain it slightly but it obviously doesn't it doesn't justify it what do you what do you think he's actually trying to achieve though by like running for president or the statements he's made more recently what do you think he's actually trying to achieve because to me it seems like he's just trying to he always talks about like steve jobs and walt disney i think he's just trying to be remembered yeah, that's probably part of it. I don't, I don't think, I don't think he want really deep down he wants to be president. Like, I don't think so. Um, that's what makes me believe it's more of a publicity stunt. But yeah, he does want to be remembered as that that icon, doesn't he? He always goes on about being like a Michael Jackson, a Steve Jobs, a Walt Disney, like you said. Um, so I think he is just trying to be that. I think everyone likes to be liked, don't they? So even no matter how much like he he says he don't care and that he probably. It probably does drive him a bit nuts. Some people just hate him. And... But the thing was, he was liked. Yeah. Like, not so long ago, everyone loved Kanye. And he even referenced it in his song about, I love Kanye, about and people this... asking for the old Kanye. But this is why I don't think he's a genius. Because I think what he wants to be is a genius. But he isn't. Because if you look at somebody like Elon Musk, who you could very much like paint in the same, like, you know, in the same way, He's this eccentric figure. He does things which are a little bit outlandish. He says yeah, things which are outlandish. Yeah, yeah. Sorry? What was that? All geniuses, well, most of them seem like... No, but he, he is a genius because Elon Musk has fundamentally changed the automotive industry. He's driving for um, completely uh, electric cars. He's trying to, you know, um, he's creating sustainable um, travel outside of outside of the automotive industry. He's um, creating reusable rockets. Like he's doing something that's fundamentally shaping yeah. society and for generations to come. And he, yeah, yeah he, he, he jumps around and he's skittish and, you know, his behavior is erratic. But I genuinely think that's because he operates at a level above. And, you know, it, sometimes it's difficult to... To, to like operate in what we perceive as normal because we're not geniuses. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not it. saying though that I'm not saying he's like a like a genius in terms of Elon Musk in terms of the change in the world. I just think he. I think he's a musical genius, and I'm not just talking about his like what he raps. I'm talking about how he produces and all that. Um, and I think just his thoughts are on 
another level to a lot of people. That's what I, that's what I believe. I'm not saying he's not changing the world like Elon Musk. Don't get me wrong. Like, but I think that's there's what only, he wants there's to only do. so many cl- there's only so many clothes that you can wear that are beige. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I think. But I think you're right. I think that's what he wants to do. I think. Yeah, I yeah, think but, yeah, but that's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying he's a no, genius no. for that. We're not. We're not saying you are. I'm saying yeah, that, oh, okay. that Kanye West. I think the reason that he struggles, the reason he has this like outlandish behaviour, is because he sees himself as a genius. In reality, this the guy's not a genius at all. Like, yes, he's musically talented. Yes, he's an artist in that regard. But I wouldn't call him a genius in any respect because he's I not. Think, he's not doing anything to change society fundamentally, is he? Yes, it's the way. It's the way that people react to what he tries to do as well, which leads him on to doing something else that's even more crazy. So when he started doing his Yeezy line, he genuinely believed. I, I, I feel like he genuinely believed that that's how everyone was going to dress going forward in the future. That everyone was going to wear Yeezy. Everyone yeah. was going to be in leggings and whatever else, and that's how the future would look. People didn't react to that, so I think they would have. What's the next thing? Eight hundred dollars for a pair of socks. Would it? Would you though? Would it though? Would you be? Would you be wearing leggings right now and some torn up hoodie? I wouldn't be wearing leggings. Sixty pound. Look at yeah, but look at his look at his shoes. Like they've taken off because. They're they're more change, they haven't changed society. They, 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 yeah, but people that, consume yeah, but them. To me, that doesn't because someone that's that's not a genius to me. But someone that changes society. What's a, what's a genius to you? To how someone thinks and what level they're on thinking wise and their intelligence on certain things. Jordan, I'm going to let you drill down on this one because uh, no, Aaron, no, Aaron doesn't like it when I drill down. Drill down no, but like, you can't, it's, there's not, there's not a right answer. It can't be. Yeah, you, yeah you're not right. But that's just your opinion on something. Yeah, yeah. I, I, so, I get that. So what, what you're trying to say is a genius in the sense of we wouldn't be able to comprehend it if he's a genius because he doesn't fit within society's norms. What Michael's saying is within society, he's not a genius because he's not making an impact. I I would sit on the on the fence of, I think to be a genius, you'd still have to make an impact at some point. So even if we can't comprehend it now, and he's not, he's on a completely different wavelength from everyone else, he's so ahead of his time, at some point, he has to make an impact. That could be after he's gone, you need to realise he's done something that's made a lasting impact. Otherwise, where's that genius? Yeah, and that's, that's what I'm kind of getting to. So, so you're exactly right, Aaron. It's opinion-based. It's completely subjective. Um, if I'm like so there's an artist who I've recently discovered I didn't know about her until recently her name's CJ Hendry I like implore you to google her after after listening to this she she draws in pencil and I think she's an absolute genius of an artist like her you you will definitely have seen her stuff before and if you haven't you'll be amazed when you see it it's just unbelievable so she's a genius but she's not fundamentally changing society so you know her talent is genius. Yeah, I get that, and yeah, I get the point yeah, that you're yeah, making yeah. about yeah. like Kanye West. But you, when you reference things like his clothes, that's that's not genius. That's just that's completely subjective. Like yeah, in, I'm not in saying hundred years the clothes. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a genius for his clothes. That's all, all I'm saying is music-wise, and I'm not saying he's a genius in terms. I think he's a genius music-wise. I'm not saying he's a genius in terms of how he thinks. I just think that. He just thinks on another level to a large percentage of the population. About what? Because that's what I'm. That's what I'm trying to get to. Because you said music-wise, he's a genius. Just and about then you're just how about, he thinks. Just about how it, his life and and his creativity. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like what I said earlier about how many ideas. Like you couldn't dream. Like you could. We all couldn't even dream about having like all the ideas that he has like daily. Like do you know what I mean? Let's take but, it to let's take it to extreme. Yeah. Let's say he gets he comes in as president. And he does what he says he's going to do, where he's going to make America like Wakanda and operate the same way as Wakanda. 
if that happened and he completely changed the structure of US Congress and the way the America operates and that would re reverberate around the world and make other countries re rethink how they organize and how they run their countries providing it's successful that would be ultimate genius level and something currently we couldn't comprehend because i can't see how that could possibly work even though america's fucked in the way it does work at the moment currently the key point is and you've, you're kind of touching on it there jordan genius isn't thinking up ideas it's thinking up ideas and enacting ideas that are different to what's already there kanye west has, outside of music he hasn't done that like his clothes aren't original really they're, they're rip-offs of things that he's seen his trainers aren't original. I, I think they're horrendous, to be completely frank, but they're not original. They're, they're just a, 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 a different take on something that's already there. Oh, 350 is all right. <laughs> <laughs> but genuinely, like, it, it, what, what you're saying, like, all of these ideas, so he wants to, like, you know, design hotels, he wants to, whatever, whatever all of these things that he wants to do. I don't, really, I don't really know all of the things that he wants to do. I've heard, him, you know, a few of his ramblings. But what of those things is taking... I don't know, like, let's say, let's say footwear. What, what of his trainer designs is taking what's there and elevating it to a place that it's never been before? Other than probably the Yeezy 2s, the, 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 the glow and soul, like, they, they were probably uh, relatively original, although their uh, kids' shoes have glowing soles. Well, the night what, what, Yeah, but what, yeah. Has he, what has he done that's taken something from today and turned it into something for tomorrow. He hasn't, but that is, yeah, you're, but you're, you're, that's your, he hasn't, you're right, but that's what you're measuring it against, but I'm not measuring it against that. Yeah. But I get what you're saying, but you're measuring against that, I'm not measuring against that. So in so what you're saying, you're right in comparison to what you consider a genius. Into what I consider a genius, then that's not what I'm, what I'm measuring. You consider at. a genius to be power of thought? Yeah. Okay. We're never going to agree on this. No, no, I, I, don't, I, th I think it's important not to agree on things. This is why yeah. like, I, lo I love challenging these things because I'm, I'm, I'm not challenging it just because I, I'm like, I'm right, you're wrong. Because I don't think that like everybody's entitled to their own opinion and everybody has their own uh, subjective, subjective view. The reason I challenge is because I want to understand. It's as simple as mm -hmm. that. I want to understand your perspective. I'm not challenging you because I want to prove you wrong. I'm challenging you because I want to understand why, mm -hmm. why you think what you think. So when you, like, so I don't, don't want to spend too much more time on this. But when you say about like the power of thoughts, so what everybody thinks a lot and everybody has ideas. They just maybe don't express them in the same way that he does. So what is it about those thoughts that you think make him a genius? It's a difficult one to sum up in a nutshell, but like, I don't know when you like, as well, each of us, what do we dream to do in our lives? Like, is, it the, is it his ability to manifest stuff? Yeah. So like, like losing the night deal you would have thought, a lot of people would have thought, oh, that's shit, I've lost the night deal, I had the hottest trainer around. And then when he went to Adidas, I've, I was like, this isn't going to be as good. And he's turned it into a billion dollar. I don't business. think that's manifestation. I just think that's like, he was riding a wave. Like, he was already doing something. Yeah, but he is the wave, though. That's like, he is the wave. Like, yeah. Yeah, but his... He, his, his you, so you're saying, like, the trainers, like you said, like, some of the designs are good, some of them not so good, but people are buying them because they're Yeezys. Like, he is the wave. Like in in terms of that, he is. I get I get what you say because you could say the same about Kim Kardashian. Like people say, oh, she's famous because she had a sex tape, but there's a lot of people with sex tapes and they're not worth five hundred mil. Mm. You know I mean? yeah, but 
is is he a genius because he's like he's created something or is he a genius because he created one thing and that put him in a position and then because he's in that position he's then living off that thing the same way as like jay-z for example he was a rapper he's now a billionaire not for being a rapper so it's like there's he's riding his own way does that make sense like he's he's not created this like tangential um thing that people will jump on but he's been very successful in what he's done and with Kanye West like he is a musician he's given himself this platform to then go on to do these other things that doesn't make that doesn't don't get me wrong you still have to have some level of desire drive blah 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 blah, all of those things to to execute Mm. and maybe that's maybe that's the thing that you're saying like that's genius because he's he's capable of executing when he's in that position because lots of people would be in that position and not be able to execute yeah yeah that is what I'm saying is that that okay yeah and like he, because you know, people were just like, if he, if you were where he, if people were where he was, they would just stop there. Like, that's enough for, like, do you mm. know what I mean? But he yeah. wants to do this, this, and this. He wants to create them shelters in Wyoming and all that. Like, I think, I think he's a genius for making himself so captivating that he can make some have be so successful in whatever he does without. I'm not gonna say without a lot of effort. But without something that's majorly original or different, he can be majorly successful just because his name's attached to it, just because he's so captivating. And he's obviously created that character. And it'd be even more genius if you met him in real life, in his own time, with no cameras, nothing around, and he was a completely different person to what he appears to be because he's I created see, a persona. See, there was one thing that you said that I just want to pick up on. You said he has the ability to make the things that he does successful. I would disagree with that. Because what I would say is his name, like in the society that we live in, it doesn't matter who you are if you're famous. That's kind of that's kind of how yeah. society works these days. If you're famous and you put your name to a thing, you then get success, or that thing then gets success. Mm. So that that's brand marketing. That's all that is. That's not him making a success of things. Like, no, I just mean I mean, I mean he he's because there's a lot more successful people than him in their field. So. Take Jay Z for example, maybe not Jay Z. Yeah, take Jay Z. <laughs> maybe not the billionaire. <laughs> well, no, you know, you could take Jay Z. You could take Jay Z because if Jay Z was to launch a shoe tomorrow, it's never going to be as successful as Yeezy. He launched shoes. I bought some. They were awful. Yeah, <laughs> but that's but that's not the point. That's one thing. So, so yes, yes, uh, you know, Kanye West launched shoes and they're successful. But if Kanye West tried to be a businessman he would not be successful. The guy's been in millions of millions of dollars worth of debt because he's not a good businessman. Yeah. So there, there's a, and this goes back to the subject, subjectivity of, 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 um, of genius, but kind that Kanye West is good at, it's like one thing really, or two things. He, he he's has, a, he has <sighs> yeah, he is. Garnering attention, whether it's negative or positive, he's just a PR machine. It's, it's publicity. He's good at gaining publicity. It doesn't matter what what he does. He will get publicity for it. Whether and if he if he intentionally does that, then that's clever. I don't know if it's genius, um, because it generates everything that he has. Yeah. Whereas a lot of successful people take Jay Z again. If you take Beyonce away from Jay Z, he doesn't he doesn't get the publicity he gets. But he doesn't need it. That's the, so yeah, maybe it. maybe it's just yeah, different Jay-Z's level of respect. Yeah, he doesn't, need different level. he doesn't. No, but you're thinking of money. You're it. just you're just thinking of monetary and business. I'm talking about in captivating the audience of the world. 
Kanye can do it regardless of what he does. So, yeah, but, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I, some, my, my, my version of genius is the one that doesn't have to be seen and be heard all the time, but can still make billions. Yeah, Bill, yeah. Bill Gates, Steve Jobs, like they, they, these are people who think about a problem, solve the problem, take it to the next level, and make tons of money off of it yeah, without, yeah. Ha- without having to have their their face plastered everywhere. All all Kanye West is is a is a puppet basically. Yeah, he, his his face needs to be on the screen, otherwise he's not making any money. That's, though, the, that's a position of weakness, I think. Yeah, but if you ask Steve a puppet, George, a puppet. If, Bill, if Bill Gates is a genius, he'd tell you no. He'd say he stole all my ideas. <laughs> who, do, who do you think he's a puppet to, though? To society. I think it's like a, it's, a virtuous, it's a virtuous circle because he gives to society and society gives back to him. The media lap up what, you know, you, not you, I didn't mean that like in a derogatory way, but like you respect Kanye West. He's, you know, the people that buy his clothes, the people that buy his shoes. They lap up what he does. Mm. I think yeah, there's more I... to somebody who doesn't have to do that and just can be um, valued based on their ideas or their, their their actions. Yeah, yeah, I I agree. It's not that I like like I like Kanye West, but I don't I don't like him because of the stupid statements he makes or anything like that. I just like him because of his music and just some of his some of his creativity and some of some of the way he thinks not all the way he thinks but just some of it yeah and i, I can get behind that like I, I, yeah. I can i can definitely get behind that um all right let's let's move on to the coronavirus <laughs> <laughs> coronavirus <laughs> coronavirus um go on then i'll let you two start Anyone got this weekend? Just yeah, I did. I did. Yeah. Um, well, I went to two places. I went to like a, a, a bar restaurant place and that was outside. Um, so everyone, it was different tables. Everyone sort of, everyone was keeping their distance. No one really integrated with any other table. If anything, the, uh, the actual, the waiters were more lax than anyone. They were, they were coming in one, one meter to take your, take your drinks order. Most of them didn't have a mask on. They weren't, they didn't seem too fussed. Um, and then I went to my, I had, I didn't want to go, but I did because my mates went. I went to a pub later on and um, the inside was socially distanced. All the tables were separated. It was all table service. And then outside was table service again and everything was separated initially until obviously a couple of drinks fell down and then obviously sort of everyone just smashed together. Inside was still socially distanced, but outside wasn't as much. And a fight kicked off, so it was typical, typical pub stuff. <laughs> I'm not even in that headspace where, like, I'm still in the the lockdown mindset. Like, I've got no drive to go out. It might be just because I'm old. I've got no driver to go out while it's not normal. Not kind of night out. I just, I don't see, we've been in lockdown, well, not lockdown, or, you know, uh, socially distancing and lockdown for the past, where are we now? July, four months. And nothing has fundamentally changed other than the number of cases that have dropped with a direct correlation being our actions have caused those numbers to drop. Yeah. So I, it, it amazes, genuinely amazes me that the government has taken the steps that they have. And it genuinely amazes me that people think it's all okay now, just because the government said you can go to the pub. Like the fact that people didn't even think twice about it and didn't go, do you know what? I'll wait a week. I'll wait two weeks and just see how it plays out. Yeah, but I, I said that though. I said, because I was saying to people, like my, the clients I was training, I was saying, 
in a week or two, like before they obviously they made this announcement, I said, in a week or two, Boris is going to say that you can do this and nothing would have changed because he said it, you'll do it. Like, it's like, it's crazy in that way. Do you know what I mean? But then you did it. <laughs> yeah, because I don't, I don't care. I don't, I, it's not that I don't care. It's, mm-hmm. I just think at some, at some point, some point life's got to move on. I don't think we can stay indoors the rest of our lives. But life moves no, on for you. This is the this is the point about like the dangers of coronavirus. If it, if it wasn't that serious, if it wasn't a big deal, we wouldn't be in this situation. Life has fundamentally changed because of this virus. Like, period. This life life is never going to be the same again. It's you fundamentally so. changed. No, it's it's already changed. The way that people work, like office, you know, people aren't working in offices anymore. Like travel has changed and will continue to change. Like there'll be testing. There'll be you know. Um, thermometers and whatnot you know the, the screening that they that they do like life will change on the back of this i agree to a certain extent but like we were saying about the racist thing i think things always revert back to type and i think that will happen initially um but like like people offices saying oh we can work from home it's it's shown to be efficient blah 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 they're paying for them offices so in a year or a year or two time i think they'll start creeping back in and i think things will start creeping back to normal Maybe not. Maybe not initially, but after a few years, I think it will start creeping back to normal. I don't think. I don't think it will go back. Ever go back to normal, but not in the sense that you think, Michael. I don't think that we're forever be on notice for coronavirus. I just think it's like a there's a enforced technical technological revolution that's happened because of coronavirus. So a lot of things will be accelerated because of what's happened. So there'll be less. There's already no cash payments or very little cash payments. That would just be accelerated, phasing out cash like you say working from home the need for offices and remote work and that will just be accelerated and, and rolled out forever which probably result in possibly loss of jobs or loss of offices um i, th- I think that will be the major impact uh and then it just changes on or more inconveniences in terms of how we travel and things like that i don't think i, I could be completely wrong obviously i just don't think that ever this is going to be something that affects us so I, I agree with you about the accelerating things, so cashlessness, technology being more prevalent. I think the thing that you're missing is how does coronavirus, how does how does that get cured? Oh yeah, I, I, I don't think it, it doesn't. Be, I don't think no. it will be cured. That's that's the thing. I just think it will become. So then life changes, right? Or do we just do we just kill kill off the twenty percent of the the world's population, and because they're the weakest, and then the the, the virus evolves into something more? Like what? I'm I'm, I'm yeah. throwing the, throwing the challenge out there. I'm saying like. Let's think this through. But no, there, I, I, there's I, a flu. There's a flu vaccine that doesn't cure the flu, flu. Yeah, but there's it's a flu, flu vaccine that doesn't cure the flu, and they're saying they're going to get a coronavirus vaccine that won't cure the like. And also, I forgot my point now. Kanye, <laughs> 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 I forgot what you're on another level of thinking, aren't you? That's yeah. Why. yeah. <laughs> how sway? How? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's the last one, boy. So how i agree it is unfair because obviously younger people tend to not be affected and it's the older generation that seemingly are the most effective affected sorry um but how do you combat the socially distancing and staying in versus the millions of jobs losses if things don't open up and i'm not saying money and things are more important than people's lives i'm just saying that's a real obvious real issue obviously you're you're effectively arguing my point which is things will change so i'm not saying that there needs to be lockdown for the rest of the days and everybody just lives in their house and never goes out what i'm saying is 
society needs to change to accommodate what we're going through. Like, we, you know, to, I, I always like to take the example and then apply it to something else and see, how, you know, because it helps people rationalize how, they think, how they're thinking about the problem. So you said about racism and things won't change for years, if ever. It's, it, to me, like you can, you can draw comparisons between those two things. Unless you take action, unless you do the fundamentals, it isn't going to change. And it's exactly the same with coronavirus. Unless you do the fundamentals, it isn't going to change. So you're speaking from the yes. point of view that to, to actually eradicate it, everything has to change. For the, no, I'm saying we're, we're assuming there's going to be a vaccine, but... I'm not. I don't think there'll be a vaccine. Honest, I, yeah, I don't think. And even if there is, I don't think, well, like, like I said, the flu vaccine doesn't cure the flu. So, but go on. so just, it's okay. So you both think that there's going to be a vaccine. So it's still killing people. And it's killing I'm, younger people I'm who don't blindly, have any help. Op- blindly optimistic that... Um, it's going to evaporate. It's going to weaken, weaken. So become this is my point. Like... But this is my point. Compare it to racism. I'm just going to blindly assume that everyone's going to stop being racist. But they're not. That's the reality. Yeah. Like, it's yes. Depends who you ask. <laughs> but that's... Are, you, but are, the, are the majority going to change? Are the, the majority don't care, let's be honest. Are they going to change their? Are they going to change their behavior? Yeah, they, when their when when their when their mum dies or their grandmother yeah, dies yeah, or yeah, their brother yeah. dies, then they'll then they'll start caring. But by that point, it'll be too late because you've lost a family member, and yeah. it's all because you didn't think actually I should be more responsible and maybe just wear a mask and maybe just stay in and maybe not just you know go to the pub and sit right next to my mates drinking pints like I saw on a few people's stories this weekend. Yeah, that's um that, that's well you, you say drew the comparisons to the racism issue. It's the same thing. People don't think it's an issue unless it affects them. So unless you've had someone that's suffered with coronavirus or died, unfortunately, from coronavirus, or it's been in your periphery, then you're, I think people's confidence grow that they're not going to get it or it's not going to impact them, which is why people are more mobile, more happy to go out, um, not really social distancing. I would, uh, Me personally, I would have rather we just stayed in lockdown until it was gone or like... like way past the position we are now but obviously that's because i'm in the fortunate position where i can work from home and my financial situation has not really been affected um so obviously you can't stay like that forever but i, th- I do think it would have been better to stay in it in lockdown for longer we, yeah, we, how do you balance the how do you balance the loss of jobs and the loss of businesses but i think you can't. no i think you can i think this is the point i think I didn't admit Jordan, we, Aaron and I were having this a conversation the other day where I think you posted something on Twitter, Aaron, and I responded. And then I was going to respond with something else. And I didn't bother because I thought we'd save it for an actual conversation. But if you look at the countries that are thriving now on the back of coronavirus, i.e. have it under control and returning to some level of normality, they took the steps they needed to take. Germany, as a prime example, you can't go outside without a mask in Germany, but everything is open and everything's operating pretty much as it was. So not 100% capacity, but let's say upwards of 90%. The UK is nowhere near that. And we don't have as, as, as stringent rules, but we could have a level of normality just by doing the right things, wearing a mask when you go out, wash your hands, you know, keep your distance. All of the stuff that is, isn't that difficult to do would help the economy get back, you know, kickstart itself. That, that's what I'm talking about. I think there's just, a, you know, it's that, as you said, Jordan, it's that ignorance of like it'll yeah. just be okay it's an ignorance and it's like a western ignorance though where we don't when i say western i mean uk and america where we will not accept we, we will allow a lot of bad things to happen but we will not accept anything that inconveniences us yeah. so if we have like we've seen all the videos in america where they're 
pushing supermarket staff and trying to fight with them because they've been told they have to wear a mask. I don't think it's that deep over here, but people are unwilling to do things that inconvenience themselves if they don't see a direct impact on themselves, which is wrong. It is wrong. And that's the thing that I don't understand is why people can't see the benefit of that action. Actually, by doing that thing, you get more of the life that you want to live, the more of the life that you're used to. It doesn't help that the messages from the government have been horrendous, though, does it? Oh, yeah, completely. But I look, I look at someone like you, Aaron, who you're like a really good example of somebody who has a really strong mentality and you use it to your advantage, right? So you, you can, you'll be like, I'm going to diet, as we spoke about the other week, I'm going to diet because I want to get abs to go on holiday. Mm. But then when it comes to something that something else that inconveniences you, which requires so much less effort, I'm going to wear a mask, I'm going to social distance, I'm not going to go straight to the pub when they open and sit right next to my mates. That is like psychologically that you, for some reason you can't go, like compute that that benefits you by doing those things. I'm using you as an example. I'm not picking on you. I promise. But that's what yeah. a lot of people have done. Yeah, but I agree with what you're saying. But I'm not. I'm one. I'm not. I'm not anti-mask and anti-social distance and all that stuff. Yeah, I'm not anti that. But if the government say that stuff is open. And you can do this. Not it's, a, it's like, so yeah, I get what you're saying. If they say you can jump off a cliff, you should, should you jump off a cliff, blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> oh, they said we can do that, yeah. I'm not, I'm not in any way going against the rules um, that are laid out at the moment. Um, yeah, but, but I mean... If, if it'll be interesting to see, won't it, in the two weeks? It'll be interesting to see in two weeks from when the pubs have opened and all that, whether there's a spike or whatever in cases. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, I mean, it will be interesting to see. Um, and who knows how it's going to play out, right? But I just think, I don't know, maybe again, like you said, Jordan, maybe it's an age thing. I'd rather be cautious um, than rush. And potentially- well, I'm, not, I, I'm not, I'm, as always, I'm in the middle of you two, so I'm not, I've got no drive to go out on a night out because I just don't think I'd enjoy it if I can't do it normally. But I'm not overly caught. I was in Ikea about three hours ago. Like, <laughs> so. I can't licking, say that. Licking furniture. <laughs> yeah, I can't say. I didn't have a mask on. I socially distanced where I could. Um, and all the time I was walking around there, I knew exactly where what I wanted to get. And I was thinking, why the fuck have they shut off all the shortcuts? Which is so uh, terribly selfish of me. But it's how I thought, because I was being inconvenienced. So I wanted to get in there and get out of there quickly. Um, and I've personally felt my, my feelings shift. So when it started and you had to go to the supermarket, I'd be there masked up, distancing from everyone, couldn't be further away from anyone. If anyone got near me, I'd be looking at them like, what are you doing? And I think the longer you, you, you're not affected by something, the more, you, more your confidence grows that you're not ever going to be affected by it. And that's, that's a flawed logic, I know that. But it's just, I'll say human nature might just be my nature. So when you get instructions to say that you can meet six people outside or you can go to a restaurant or whatever, a lot of people are just going to do it. I, like, I personally wouldn't go out because I don't see the I don't see the point in that, and it's it's an unnecessary risk to take. But I don't criticise people that did it as long as they did it the way it's supposed to be done, not just being mental. What do you think about um, the way that the Amer- you know America has handled it? You, you touched on the fact that well, there's issues of people wearing masks. Full stop. Um, well, they just they just chapter what like we say about the Constitution. It's the same thing. They just recite that to people. It's my God-given right to not wear a mask. What does that even mean? Well, the, 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 the funny, funny, it's not even funny. The situation that causes is that everybody thinks that they have the right to do everything, 
which means that everybody's conflicting. Well, not everybody. Yeah. People are often conflicting with one another over their view, their interpretation of those. I just think Americans. I don't. I don't want to offend our zero American listeners. I just think. <laughs> I just think Americans. Uh, they can't handle a problem. They can't shoot. So. <laughs> That's a massive sweeping statement. <laughs> Okay, Americans that live live and die by the Second Amendment, they, they can't handle a problem, they can't shoot, or at least threaten with a gun. So I just don't think, and I just don't think they know how to handle something like this. They're not prepared to handle it. And, well, it's, it's visible they're not prepared for it. And, and, and Donald Trump is at the top of that, and the statements he makes about it is out of this world mental. Like, insane. Like, if someone would have told you, even a year ago, that he would even he, he, not even going actually. If someone said in a year's time, Donald Trump is going to say you can inject yourself with bleach and that will save your life, you would have been like you'd laugh and be like, yeah, but he's not going to say that. And my man has said that. He said it's from he's, China. He's going to block me on Twitter after this. China. I don't even know the guy. But <laughs> can, can we talk about Donald Trump for a second? Because I, yeah. you guys know, because I post quite regularly on on Instagram my fury at his existence. How, how? Genuinely how? And I know it's, it's probably the answer is I, I don't understand. How can people vote for, for that guy? I, I, I believe it's because Barack Obama was the president. Not because Barack Obama it's just a retaliation to having a black president. Yeah, but it's not, not even a retaliation. Bad, but it's not right. even a retaliation. Like there are black, Asian women voting for the guy who is a racist, paedophile, like yeah, because, yeah, because he appealed to. I think he appealed. There's obviously, there's obviously fucking idiots who just vote from anyway, and would have voted from regardless. And then I think he appealed to the disenfranchised, who probably wouldn't have usually voted, and the disenfranchised black community who would have voted for Obama probably didn't vote in the election at all. So it swung massively towards Donald Trump. I, it still doesn't make any sense. Don't get it wrong. It still doesn't make any yeah, sense. It's... And every time I watch a purge film, I think this. I'm watching real, real life. Like we are, we're months away from that. Like. Yeah, cause it's crazy to go from what Obama was the first black president, yeah, mm. to then go to the complete opposite in Donald Trump. Like, it's crazy. He's not well. He's, He's not. Yeah. Well. I mean, but then I guess suppose you let's let's cast a shadow on our own country or cast a light on our own country. Boris is like his cousin. Boris, Boris Johnson has said <laughs> some racist things and mm-hmm. just he has questionable behaviour. And he's, I don't understand. I mean, he was—he wasn't elected. I guess that's the difference there. Yeah, I don't elected. understand how either of them can run a country. Was he elected? Him. Yeah, he no. was elected. He was elected, no. wasn't he? Yeah. No, he was only elected. Yeah, he was. He was elected. He was elected. Oh, yeah, he was still yeah, elected. It was a vote. Yeah, yeah, he was. Yeah. yeah, I think uh, that Boris thing comes down to though. I don't think people were voting for Boris. I think people were voting for the Conservatives because they were so pro Brexit, and I think everyone had was had enough of the dilly dallying over it and just wanted it done. That's that's the only reason I think he's in in power now. I don't think. It's the same thing. Everyone just disenfranchise. I'll say disenfranchise. It's not disenfranchise. Do you think it could be in part because it's that, as we've discussed before, um, you only see what your circle allows you to see? Yeah, 100%. Well, it's what the the media portrays. Immigrants is terrible and all these things and NHS this and NHS that. So all they did is promise that, which they were never going to deliver, and that's what they got their votes because that's what everyone saw in the papers. They believed it. Whereas yeah. Labour or Lib Dem, who were going to make other other policies, um, no one believed them. <laughs> no. 
I think it's like your politicians, your country's politicians, both parties, all parties, are a really good representation of society. And effectively, that's what they're supposed to be, right? Politicians mm-hmm. are supposed to be reflective of society and reflect their views and opinions. And I think when you look at UK politics and the, the leaders of the various parties, and then you look at US politics and the leaders of the various parties, I think it really does highlight the difference between the UK and the US in that it's more acceptable to, to have biased and extreme views in the US than it is in the UK. Yeah. I, I by, by, com- by comparison. Yeah. I mean, I guess maybe it's like, Aaron, you touched on it before, having different rules and, and laws in different states, country being so big, and therefore you have like almost countries within countries and these pockets of populations that are so different from one another and so, you know, um, conflicting. And maybe that causes a lot of the issues in, in America. Um, I think, yeah, it, they are different countries. I know they're, they're states, but they're, they're essentially different countries. They're so vast. And the idea yeah, like, New, like New York compared to LA and compared to Texas, like they're all so different, aren't they? You could compare New York to London. It's not the same, but it's similar. It has similarity in terms of the type of yeah. people there, the diversity there. Whereas if you were going to, I don't know, somewhere d- in the deep south, yeah, you'd get a completely different picture of America. Has it have like recent events, as in like the last year, two years? or four years of Donald Trump's administration. Has it changed your view on whether you could live in America at any point in the future? Yeah. Oh, it hasn't changed much. I would live in New York. That's about it. Is that because you know New York? Or is yeah. it? I think it's just gone. Um, I'm sure I'm sure there's other areas that are great. I'm not I'm not saying I've travelled all over America. I'm sure there's other areas that I could live in and love. And like you say, you only see what is reported on the news. The majority of it probably isn't isn't bad. But it's I wouldn't be rushing to do it. If the opportunity presented itself, I'd still consider it hundred percent. But I, I wouldn't I was just gonna say I wouldn't rush to do it. I'd yeah, I'd live in New I wouldn't say I wouldn't say I'd live, I'd I'd go to stay like in like New York or LA for like two or three, four months, but I don't think I'd, I wouldn't like try to live there for a long term. Yeah, so I was going to say, it'd never be permanent. If I was going to live there, it would, it would be like a couple of years max. It would never be like, I'd never live there for the rest of my life. And how do you, like, so when you, like, because I, I, thought, I thought this before, but in terms of living in other places, is it just the ideal that you're chasing or, or have you thought about the reality of living in that country? What it would be like day to day? The experience that you'd face as um, black men in in the United States. Yeah, mm. that's why I'd only want to stay there for a couple of months. <laughs> uh yeah, I've not re- not really. I'm not really no, I've not I've not gone into the granular detail where I thought like how would I be treated on a day to day basis? What can I do? What can I not do? How would I leave my life out there? Not really. But the opportunity is not really presenting itself to live out there. So I've yeah. not had to consider it. If I if it did then I would obviously factor all that in and it would be a massive decision to make because it's well it's a completely different world isn't it to what we live in now and do you buy into the so for you both the american dream do you think you could achieve the american dream because i think that, that, that there is access to things if you're in the right position i i think the what the what i would constitute to be the american dream is coming from britain is 
if uh, if we were to be successful in something, so say you were to be a successful singer over here or comedian or actor or whatever, you can only enhance, I'm not saying enhance your profile because you can do that in England. Your earning potential is much higher in America. You've got a bigger audience. Definitely. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a bigger yeah, that's it. And, and money talks essentially in, in entertainment or creative fields. Um, you can you can be like there's rappers in America that are famous just in their state and they're richer than artists that are massive in England, which is yeah. crazy. Double sided that argument, isn't it? Like there's more audience, but then obviously it's hard. There's more people, so it's harder to to stand out essentially. Yeah, but if you're good, you're good, aren't you? Well, I said that. that's not that's not technically true. Actually, if you're good, you could obviously be ignored. But as black as black people, we have. Like I was I was listening to something the other day where they're talking about comedians in in England. There's no in America. You've got like Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, um, Eddie, well, previously Eddie Murphy, like legends of comedy. And there's a lot of black com- comedians, and it's filtered throughout the whole comedy game. And there's white comedians, and it's there's a system built for them to succeed. Whereas over here, the the only long-lasting black comedian is Lenny Henry in England. Kojo. But he had to go on Britain's Got Talent to get publicity again. There's no... That's, that's not a slight. Like, he was massive. Like, he brought a lot of American artists out of it. Like, I, I used to watch Kojo Funhouse. I just mean having a, a pillar of the comedic community, for want of a better phrase... Lenny Henry's that, and then there's nothing. There's nothing else. And like Lenny Henry's not. Do you know what I mean? He's not doing stand-up comedy still like Dave Chappelle is. Do you think that's because Lenny Henry bridges the gap between black and white? Because he isn't. It's not an explicitly black humor, and he also takes a piss out of his yeah, like you, blackness. Over here, you and he kind of does premiere in adverts as well. Well, yeah, over <laughs> over here, over you could not be successful. I I I genuinely don't believe you could be completely successful in England doing a what we call a black comedic set you'd have to make it relatable to a white audience whereas in america although they've got their issues with race and diversity dave Chappelle can do a set about anything or chris rock can do it and it's racially charged focusing on black black population but uh he's still got white fans and he's still massively popular because they can relate to it on some level because they, oh, I don't want to say they're more accepting of black culture. It's just more ingrained in their society. I was going to say, I, I, you, I think you touch on a really interesting point there because I think as much as the US is polarising its views, as in you get a lot of KKK, uh, neo-Nazi types, um, and the and the opposite, you because of that breadth of society, you actually get a lot of more acceptance in the middle. Whereas I wonder in the UK whether there's actually more of an awkwardness towards black people. So it's more apparent because there's less people and less, and it, the, the divergence between black people and white people is more is more obvious. Yeah, even when there are racial jokes, I'll be sticking to comedy, even when there are racial jokes such, take Ramesh Ranganathan for example, Sri Lankan. He make racial jokes, but it's usually joking about the stereotype of his race, which people can laugh along to, rather than talking about something that relates to his culture, making a joke out of that, that, that wouldn't be not badly received. I just don't think people would find it funny, even if it was funny. Whereas in America, yeah, but whereas in America, you could talk about a pure black experience and it's funny because like you said, like I said, the culture is more ingrained in America. But but I think that comes down to the fact that a lot of black people in England are the first, second or third generation, whereas in America, it's obviously due to slavery. 
Way, it's, it's, a, it's, a cultural, line, so. it's a cultural thing because what you're talking about is relatability so what you're saying is white people in the uk can't relate to black people's lives or experiences which no. they can't right but in the us you can there is that relational uh, relationship um or relational humor because they may have grown up side by side and therefore experience similar experiences mm. To my also, point, that you, you still have those polar opposites where it's like one and the other, but also there's more than there's the African American identity. There's not a Black British identity. It's well, West Indian. Yeah, but that's it's your Bayesian or you say Giza. There's no, yeah. there's no, there's no real in between. Anything in between to take us, we're mixed race. We we fit what they would say the norm of identity there's no do you know what i mean we're not unapologetically black we're not yeah i do know what you mean we're, we're british we're all british yeah but, but within that there are different colors different religions and they're they're quite secular whereas i think yeah whereas i think in like indian asian they've more established themselves within british society better yeah am i making sense no, you are making sense. I think you're making complete sense. Like I feel like I, I, I don't want to generalise by saying Indian or Asian, but you know what I mean. I, I'm, I'm going to. I think an Indian person can be un, unapologetically Indian. Yeah. And people will accept them for that. I don't think I, I don't think a black person can be unapologetically black in the entertainment industry. And this might be controversial, and it would be not. I wouldn't say it'd be poorly received. I just don't think people would love it. That doesn't mean they dislike it. I just don't. But I don't. I don't want to say they dislike it. I mean, they wouldn't enjoy it. You can't. You can't even say Black Lives Matter in England without getting some combat on social. No, media but I'm not. I'm not saying. Matter. I'm not saying it from the point of view where they disagree with it or they're against it. I just mean like there's a discomfort because they the can't same way that it. Aaron, you might not find Blackadder funny, they wouldn't find that funny. Mm. We don't even know Black Do you know what Blackadder is? Yeah, uh, Ryan <laughs> Atkinson, mate. Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Like that. Um, like. It's, it, show, it shows in like what we, what's on TV now and there's a big push because of Black Lives Matter to like increase um, black representation on TV. And like, you think back to like, we used to watch Desmond's when we were younger, Michael. Yeah. In reality, what's been on TV since, since them days, boy. really? Yeah. There's like, yeah, there's like a genuine black sitcom and it's, it's, it's genuinely how they're acting and how they're being, not pandering to an audience. Yeah, I don't. Which is weird. Why is that? Why was that acceptable in... The nineties and not thirty years later. Yeah, I wanted to. Um, you just reminded me. So I saw a post today which I thought was, I mean, nail on the head. It was a, it was a caption that read, um, "A carrot is a vegetable," and that that, as a statement, doesn't cause you any issues. You accept that a carrot is a vegetable. And there's no inference of, you know, a piece of broccoli is is is, is also a vegetable. So you know, why have you, why have you not mentioned? Why does that not provoke a feeling of um, outrage or upset? But when you say Black Lives Matter, all of a sudden, it's well, what about white lives? What about all lives? And I just thought it was such a perfect articulation of what is meant by Black Lives Matter and how inoffensive that statement is 
but how people want to protect themselves and and, and feel a level of importance, I guess, or yeah, I, mean, I, can't, I, I can't really understand it. I think what people I don't understand is when people say like things like white lives matter, I, to me, there's no such thing as white lives because they're just seen as lives. Yeah. Like, so there's no, so I don't understand how you see people saying black lives matter as being better than all lives or any other life. Because it's Your, like Aaron's cricketer, cricketer friend, I think as well hit the hit the nail. Oh, you watched it, yeah? No, I haven't watched that. I watched it. Oh no, so this is a this is an in joke or bit of information. So Jordan and I were asked Aaron to watch a program a few weeks ago. Aaron sent me a video yesterday today and asked me to watch it. And I said, and, and Aaron's response when I asked him to watch his TV program was, "Well, you two watched it, so I don't need to watch it." So I responded <laughs> to a message today saying. I don't, I, oh, it's cricket. I don't need to watch it. You tell me what it's about. And that's what the joke was about, Aaron. Anyway, beside the point, um, Aaron, you tell the story about the cricket. Um, so, yeah, Michael Holden, a West Indies cricketer, um, he was talking about the Black Lives Matter campaign. He'd done like a feature with Sky. And then he was interviewed about it yesterday morning. And he was saying, he said a lot of stuff. Um, it was a really good speech. Um, but he also said, like, as black people, we know white lives matter. We want you to. We want you to know that black lives matter too. We already know white lives matter. This is just about us for trying to be equal. We're not trying to be above or anything. We just want black lives to matter. We know white lives matter. And he referenced the 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 white woman in the park in the in Central Park who was recorded filming saying that she was you know her a black guy who asked her to put her dog on a leash. She threatened to phone the police. Um, knowing that they would take her side and he made the point that you know racism that that level of racism is the whole point around white lives matter she knew white lives matter because she knew that if she phoned the phone the police um it was more than likely going to be a white police officer they were going to see a black man and even you know he he would have an opportunity to explain himself but chances are they would have believed her and and in some instances, he wouldn't have even had the opportunity to explain himself because he would have been shot or 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 whatever else. And that's the difference between Black Lives Matter and White Lives Matter. She knew without a second of, of, of having to think about it, she was in a position of power. She knew her life mattered. Her matter her life mattered to her. It mattered to people around her, which is why she's raising her voice. And it mattered to the police officer that would arrive that arrived on the scene. So that's the difference between you know why white lives matter is it doesn't need to be said because everybody already knows that white lives matter and why it's important for black lives matter to stand as a as a statement for how society needs to change yeah i don't know why no one's why no one's saying dogs lives matter because she was killing that dog as well um i think we're done aren't we i think we're done for this week started on kanye Ended on bit of Donald's bit of Corona. Kanye doesn't matter. It's been a bit of a more <laughs> yeah, a bit of a, a general chat, but it's been good. Yeah. Okay. Well uh see you all next week. <laughs>